0: Tonight, we're going to dive into a little bit of obedience and uh, disobedience, okay? Now, some Bible studies you do, you go uh, this wide and this deep, okay? On this one, we're going to go maybe this wide or this deep and this wide. Uh, so, it's. Uh, I just want to set the stage for you on that. We could go really deep in in one specific area or character, but I'm not going to do that. So just go a little deep, but real wide. Is that all right? All right. All right. All right good deal. And uh, excited about this. Before we dive in, going to ask uh, that uh, if you would mind if we go to the Lord in prayer. Praise. So Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to be here tonight. I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to anoint and bless our congregation, Lord. Thank you for the work that you're doing here, Lord God, and the souls that you're bringing in, Lord. I pray that you would just continue to bless. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Now, let me see if I can figure out how to maneuver this thing, because it looks a little different. Okay. Let's just... Last time I did this, I don't think the screen looked like this, so I'm a little worried. It's more in this program than it is just a picture on the screen. Seemed like the last time I was doing it, it's just a picture on the screen, and now it's in a program here, so I'm hoping it's going to work out. I want to talk about obedience and disobedience. It's going to be a whole bunch on obedience and just a couple little things on disobedience. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that, but I want to talk to you about Obeying and obedience can mean a lot of things, right? Obeying your mom and dad, obeying your teacher, obeying your boss, right? But this one here tonight I want to talk about obedience to God. Right. All right. Right? That is extremely important. Now let me let me just take a little quick break here and say this. As children, okay, we have to learn to be obedient to our mom and dad because they are the authority figures in our life as we're little right. and if we learn to obey them then what happens is when we get big enough to be on our own we'll obey the authority figure in our life which will be the lord right. Right? so that's why it's real important that's why the lord puts so much emphasis on children obeying your mom and dad because he knows one day you're not going to be a child and uh and he wants you to have that trait of obeying the authority figure in your life and one day that will be the lord right Right. so we're going to talk about obedience to god and i hope that after this you come to the realization that obedience to the lord actually leads to liberty and true joy and peace and contentment and I hope that's where we end up. I want to start off with this. Obedience with a whole heart. Right? Now, if you have children, I don't want to pick on kids, but if you have, if you have children, you know when they're obeying with their whole heart and when they're not obeying with their whole heart. Right? right. And, and so, and we can't fool God. And he knows when I'm in this thing with my whole heart and when I'm not. And God desires me to be in this thing with my whole heart. Let me give you the scripture right here. And this is in Deuteronomy 26 and 16. This day the Lord thy God hath commanded thee to to do these statutes and judgments, that thou shalt therefore keep and do them with all thine heart and with all thy soul. Amen. From the very beginning of the word of God, that's what he asked of his people. Of your whole heart. Right? Did you know that obedience is the price of success? I think about our pastor's trip that he took up, amen, uh, climbing the mountain there, and he had to obey his, what's that called? the Sherpa right total obedience or climbing Everest it could have been death and but obedience leads to success in in everything Mm -hmm. right if you want to be good at something you have to learn how to learn from somebody that knows how to do it and how to be successful at it And uh, it doesn't matter what you pick. Um, the greatest athlete, there was always a great coach. Showed them how to do things. And so, in all aspects of life, obeying what leads to success. Now, I, when I started in the financial services industry when I was 29 years old, I remember being in a training room up in Yakima. And there was two of us in there, myself and a young man from Yakima. And he came from a very wealthy family. And his family was a big business in in another industry. But for some reason, he was coming into our industry. And he had just gotten out of college and really smart, bright, and he, he just seemed like he had it all together. And we were both brand new and the trainer would come in and teach us and say, okay, guys, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what I want you to say. Here's what I want you to learn. And he would leave, and that guy would do nothing but complain. He would turn to me and say, can you believe they're making us learn all this? Why don't they just let us get out there and make some money? And I started thinking, okay, Jeff, listen, you don't know anything about this industry you better shut your mouth and you better learn and do everything they tell you to do because that's the only way you're going to be successful. Do you know that that guy did not make three months in the business? Yeah. And so the price of success has been able to obey. right? Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you that's in the word of God. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe and do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. It doesn't matter what it is. You want to be a great golfer? You're going to have to find somebody that's going to work with you. Tiger Woods, look at his swing coach he had for all of those years. And it is the price of success, is being able to obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Well, you know, I don't really need to obey the rules. I'm just gonna get in there and I'm gonna work harder than anybody else. (laughs) Uh, That don't work, right? You ever seen anybody like that? I I think the organ's digesting something. (laughs) Something over there's got a digestive problem. Something's going on. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, if you don't know the story of this, Samuel, he's the the priest, right? And, And Samuel said, Have the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice, As in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. So if you don't know what's going on, is the first king of Israel, Saul, he was commanded to do something. And he did not do it, what he was commanded to do. And then when he was called on it, he simply started to make excuses about it and justified his disobedience. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I really believe there's a significant difference between Saul and David. When Saul was called out for his disobedience, he would try to justify it. Whereas David, whose disobedience was, seems even greater than Saul's, when David was called out upon it, he did not try to justify it and blame the people or whatever. He simply said, God, I have sinned created me a new heart right right? and and I believe that that is the attitude that I want to have when God calls me out for my mistakes for my transgressions is to not make excuses but say God I'm sorry I don't ever want to do that again right and that's how we need to be amen I saw this and I thought well that's pretty good Saul, he was obeying the Lord half-heartedly and David with his whole heart. And then when you read through uh, the Bible, you'll see that all the other kings are compared what? To To David. And it always references David's heart with his whole heart. And it'll say, and he did good things in the sight of the Lord, but he did not serve me with his whole heart like his father David. Boy, that's the measuring stick, David, right? Amen. Praise God. I want to to have that testimony in my life, wholehearted. Praise the Lord. Do you know that obedience secures entrance into the kingdom of God? It secures your entrance into the kingdom of God. Listen to this scripture. This is in Matthew, Jesus talking. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of God. But who's going to do it? Who's coming into the kingdom? But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. It's not the will of God that any should perish, but all come to repentance. Right? It's going to take a, an individual, it doesn't matter what they claim to be, they have to first find God, and an altar of repentance. Amen. Did you know that obedience is the duty of the church? The duty of the church. I've got one here. Who would like to read this? Anybody? Any, any volunteers? For the mark. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men." We ought to obey God rather than man. Yeah. We had a little bit of that going on here this summer. Right? And, and I guess we still are, right? I don't know. And they're going on with that California with threats of uh, fines, big fines if they gather together. Tough situation to, to put people in. But... It is it is the duty of the church amen, to obey God. Right. Do you know that obedience leads to eternal salvation? It leads to eternal salvation. Easton, you want to give us the next slide? You want to read that one?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the wrong slide.
0: That's the wrong one. Okay, how about this one? Sorry about that. Uh-oh. Did it pop up? on? looks like somebody just bought something with one of my debit cards. Did it pop up on the screen and see that? Okay, just show it here. That happens all day long. I'm like, I have no idea who's buying stuff. <laughs> who's buying stuff? Okay, go ahead, buddy. And having been perfected, he came Arthur, uh, the author of the eternal salvation to all who obeyed him okay this speaking of Jesus Christ Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 9 there's an old 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 uh, debate back from the 90s uh, Bernard when he was a young man he is uh, he went to a uh, apostolic conference at a church and uh, there was a a pastor of another another denomination saw that he was going to be there so he called up the church and said can we do a public debate with uh, your Mr. David Bernard? I would love to do a a debate with him. And so there was no debate scheduled, and they said, I guess if you want to do a debate. So they did a debate, and it is the most lopsided, one-sided debate you'll ever see. You don't want to come in and and debate uh, uh, the Godhead with David Bernard. And so, but anyway, this is a great point he brings out in that debate. Is, uh, is this scripture right here and speaking of Jesus and having been perfected he became the author of eternal salvation to who to all who obey him whoa praise the Lord so yes it is extremely important obeying the commandment of the Lord how about Heroes in the word of God. Individuals. Look at this guy. Does anybody know who this guy is? Which one Who's that guy? Moses. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. He kind of looks like Moses. Huh? But uh, no, that is, uh, that's Noah. And how about him? What's the Bible say about Noah obey? Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. Now you think about it, he had never, most Bible scholars believe that he had never seen rain before. And the Lord tells him that it's going to rain and the whole earth is going to be flooded. And and I don't even know if Noah had ever seen a boat in his life. But he says, I'm going to have you build this giant ship boat, ark. And there's debate on how long it took, maybe up to a hundred years to build it. and the size of it and him and his three sons doing all the work so yeah his obedience uh, was absolutely amazing and just think about it he committed his whole life to that one project his whole life to that one project how about this guy Abraham Abraham it looks like a pretty good, uh, I saw these pictures and I thought, well, oh, I should just put together a Bible lesson on these. These look really great. These slides probably be a lot better than what they actually have on them. So anyway, but this is uh, the story of Abraham. Think about this for a minute. This is what the Lord said. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there, for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which which I will tell you. Here's his promise, child. And then all of a sudden one day, you know, he just finished up for morning breakfast. He had his, you know, he had his Cheerios or whatever it was. And all of a sudden the Lord starts in on him. He says, "Hey, see that boy over there playing kickball? Your your little boy that you love. Here's all I want you to do. I want you to take him up to Mount Moriah, and I want you to offer him there." for a burnt offering to me. What? Look at the next verse. Look what Abraham does. Now, the Lord just said, hey, I want you to take this child and offer him to me. And the Bible said, so Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering, and arose, and went to the place of which God had told him. Wow. What obedience. What obedience. Absolutely amazing. And we know the story how it ends. Amen. Uh, God provided the sacrifice in a ram or a lamb. Praise God. How about this guy, Joshua? How obedient was he. Listen to this. And the Lord commanded Moses his servant. So did Moses command Joshua. And so did Joshua. He left nothing undone of all the Lord commanded Moses. Now, Joshua could have got a little bit of an attitude. He could have thought to himself, Now, hold on a second. If if I'm going to be if I'm the successor, if I'm going to be replacing Moses, why isn't the Lord speaking to me directly like he's speaking to Moses and giving me these commandments? But he didn't do that. He took that commandment from Moses just as it was the commandment from the Lord. Right? Anyway, Joshua, a great hero in the Word of God. How about this guy, Hezekiah? Hezekiah. what an interesting character in, in the Bible if you don't know about him you should read about him for he held to the Lord and departed not from following him but kept his commandments which the Lord commanded Moses this is years later and he is being obedient to the commandments that the Lord had commanded Moses and then let's jump over to the New Testament. How about the Apostle Paul? You know, I finished this. I finished putting all this together last night, and then I was um, I was listening as I was driving around. I was listening. Um, Alexander Scorby. I really like listening to Alexander Scorby as he reads the Word of God. He's just phenomenal. And uh, anyway, I was listening. Uh, to the book of Acts and was finishing up with that today and this verse came in there and I'm like oh I need to put that in there that is such a such a good deal and so when I got home to put it in there I already had it in there <laughs> so I forgot that I to put it in there so anyway and how about the Apostle Paul here he is in Acts 26 whereupon O King Agrippa I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. So Paul is now in front of King Agrippa. he gives King Agrippa the whole the whole story of what has happened about him worshiping the God of Israel and we know the, the confession that King Agrippa makes where he says Paul almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian almost. And But Paul was talking about how that he was on the road to Damascus and he had this experience with God and that the Lord had directed him and he said, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. And what if he would have been disobedient? But because of his obedience, look at you and I in the church today, all of the Gentiles. Amen? So, pretty... Pretty amazing. How about Jesus? Right, we can learn so much from the life of Jesus. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. What the Father commanded him, he kept, and he did. He is our example. Amen. In Philippians 2 it says he humbled himself and became obedient to death even the death on a cross wow he became obedient even to the point of death praise God and then finally here on this one for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners Adam because Adam disobeyed God. Started right there. Because of his disobedience, we were made sinners. So by the obedience of one, shall many be made righteous. Aren't you thankful? Amen. 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 Praise God. You know that obedience is the key to God's blessings, miracles, and breakthroughs. It really is. If you're at a plateau, or if you don't feel like where you should be, boy, I would check yourself. And obedience leads to all of these. Now, therefore, if, listen to these promises, if you will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure to me above all people. Yes. For mm-hmm. the Jeff, uh, one of the stories in the Bible, as far as obedience, uh, the widow of Zarephath. I mean, she was picking sticks up to make a last supper for her and her son, and Elijah comes along and says, "Hey, cook, bake me a cake first. And because she obeyed, I mean, imagine. <coughs> Well, that's a great point the faith that she needed and then of course uh, her, the oil and the mill never ran dry never ran, never ran, ran dry, dry, dry until after the drought right. yeah and be tough to yeah that is, that is that is a great point point. and you know Jesus references that lady and says think there wasn't widows in Israel during those days and so it was out of God's people that somebody had this great faith to show. Same thing with Naaman. Mm-hmm. Were there not lepers in Israel in those days? But it took somebody outside of the family yeah. of Israel to show the power of obedience. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. I don't, I don't want the Lord have to go outside right. of the church right. to show the church the power of obedience. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. Amen. Praise God. That is, a, that is a great point. But I want to be a peculiar treasure unto the Lord. Amen. Don't you? Amen. Do you have something like that? Something that you have that's precious to you? Yeah. And you value it? Right? And uh, that's how the Lord sees you and I. We are his special treasure. On, right? Boy, I love being in that spot. I, I love being in that spot. Mm-hmm. And I try to live my life always thinking like that, that I have an advantage in everything that I do. Not that I'm better, right. but right. if God be for me, who can be against me? Right? Mm-hmm. right? Yes, brother. Um, in scripture, or the screen you have before, i have not it's kind of late, but it's in my mind later. <laughs> That's all right. Um, where obedience is also like open doors and miracles okay um, what came to my mind is also um, obedience with tithing with what tithing oh okay you know, so it's like sometimes you're i don't know if i want to pay my tithes or not for being obedient and open doors unlocks doors and unlock things for you and yeah. that's another possibility of obedience it will it uh it definitely will and the scripture says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And so, if you can learn to do that, and if you can understand right that you can't outgive God, right, right. and that God can do a whole lot more with ninety percent than you can do with hundred mm-hmm. percent, and then you and then you add one more step, the anticipation of being a cheerful giver. I look at checks that I'm waiting to get because I'm excited to write the tithe Come on. that's how I look at my paychecks All right. I am dead serious no I am dead serious I will pay I will pay them even before I get it because I know that you can't out right, God right and the Lord loves a cheerful giver now, I haven't always been like that. I've had to really, I've had to go through issues of faith and trust and understanding and really realize how God provides and takes care of his people. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Great point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. First Kings 1 Kings 3.14 and if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as thy father David, there is, here we go, David, did walk, then I will lengthen thy days. Wow. Here's another. This is in the New Testament. Look at this one. James 1.25, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Amen. I don't want to just be a hearer, but I want to be a doer, Come on, yeah. right? right? right. Yeah. Amen. Because it's a promise right there. I will be blessed Come on. in that. Praise God and this is the last one I'm going to go and then I'm going to go I think quickly the next one is disobedience but Revelation 22:14, blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have right to what? To the tree of life you know that that tree of life is in the very first book of the, of the Bible, Genesis and then it's completely gone for the rest of the book, for the rest of the Bible, and you don't find it again until right here, the very end of the Bible. It's removed because you can't eat of it because if you do, you will live for all of eternity. But when we get to New Jerusalem right here, this is what we're able to do. Blessed are they that do His commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Praise God. Amen. I want to be a doer. How about the consequences of disobedience? You know, if you disobey your mom and disobey your dad, it feels terrible. You may think you're getting away with it, but eventually what happens is the consequences set in. Guilt shame remorse why did i do that i knew better mm-hmm. mom told me not to take that last dozen cookies easton <laughs> <laughs> so but just imagine this the the shame and the guilt that we have when we when we disobey loved ones just imagine what it feels like for somebody that disobeys the Lord. There is a lot of guilt and condemnation. Mm-hmm. And so when we have when we have somebody who at one time congregated with us, and they're not congregating with us, and when they come in, they might have a smile on their face, but sometimes they're packing around a lot of guilt in a lot of condemnation. And we as the church, we need to be mindful that we're... Pastor does an exceptional job of being friendly, kind-hearted, and loving them. Amen. Because it is a terrible, terrible place to be in that situation when you know that you have messed up. I'm just going to read three. Because they're extremely powerful. And and then I'm going to go back into the benefits of obeying. And then we'll close up. So uh, these three are very powerful. Here we go. For disobeying and a curse. If you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. But turn aside out of the way which I command you this day. To go after other gods which you have not known. A curse. I do not want to be accursed. Mm The last thing I want is God to curse me. Right? Two more. Ephesians, this is the New Testament. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Now there's going to be people you'll meet in life. People on the job, people in the classroom, maybe even people in positions of authority in your life. There's some really great teachers out there, but there can also be some teachers that aren't so great, mm-hmm. especially the higher you go in education, right? It um, can even be a boss. I remember when I took a job, I had one, one boss who came in to me and he says, is there a reason why you and I can't go down to the bar and have a few drinks? And, and I said, well, you know, I don't do that. We just don't do that. I'm not doing that. And I had to go through and tell him that I used to do that, but God delivered me from that. Mm. And I won't tell you another time that he wanted me to go do some stuff, and I said, I'm not doing that either. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God on the children of disobedience. Whoa, 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 whoa. The wrath. Have you ever had a parent get upset at you, (laughs) yell at you, spanking or something? That's one thing I don't want is the wrath of God being poured out on me. Mm -hmm. But that's what he's going to do to the children of disobedience. I want to obey. I don't want to disobey. And the last one, and I'm going to get off this. Oh, this one's, you know what? This one's so bad, I'm not even going to (laughs) read it. Okay. It's too bad. It's, it's too much. It's too much for you guys. So we're just going to skip it. Those two were good enough. If you really want to know, come see me at the church. And I'll such you see it. But it is bad. You don't want to know it. It's pretty bad. So let's just go right into this. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, I've got just a couple, couple left and I'm done. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Hey, that's the guy I want to be. I want Jesus to liken me unto a wise man. He says, look at my son right there. Look how he obeys me. He is a wise son. Amen. I don't want to be the foolish son. I wanna be the wise son. He only gives two, right? So, there's the, there's the wise and the foolish. I wish there was a middle ground, but there isn't. There you That's it. And so, I hope that's your desire tonight. And this is the last one. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want to be that, amen. I want the Lord to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter in to the joy of the Lord. I mean, that's the whole reason why I'm living, is for that, is, is to hear those words, that's it i'm not worried about on my tombstone here lays this whatever i'm not worried about whatever all i'm worried about is this is that when i meet the lord he does not say depart from me you worker of iniquity but he says well done thou good because that's the only two things he's going to say I want this right here. Well done, now good and faithful servant. Don't you? Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to say, well, you know what? You don't really deserve it, but come on in anyway. <laughs> hmm. I worked with a guy. He used to always call up and he would get companies to make exceptions. And he would always say this. He would always say, just this one time. Just this one time. Just let it go. This one time, let it go. And you know what? They always would let it go. And he would always give that exception. And then another guy in the office told me, he says, what's going to happen when he passes away? He's going to be at the pearly gates and he's going to say, just this one time, let me in. Just this one time. (laughs) God doesn't do that. Amen. Praise God. I hope this is your desire. Amen. Obedience is the price of success, whatever it is. Hey, if you're going to play a musical instrument, guess what? You're going to have to learn how to obey a teacher, a music teacher. Amen. Everything. You just can't get up there and just think you're going to hack away and make it. Right? Somewhere there's got to be some obedience. It is the price of success. It will lead to eternal life. Amen. And I hope tonight that you will make up your mind, that you are fully committed. Amen. In this day, that I am going to live for God with my whole heart. Amen. Not half my heart, but my whole heart. I know all of you are. This is the church of the living God. Amen. And I'm excited for each and every one of you. So, think of this as just uh, a little bit of confirmation that you're on the right path and doing the right thing praise okay. god we'll stand god. we'll pray and be dismissed all right praise god i'm going to ask uh, sister cory if she would dismiss us lord jesus thank you so much for this word god i pray that you'd sow it into our lives lord our we delight to do your will, O oh God, and to obey you and to please you. That is the, the number one purpose of our lives, and I just thank you for this word. pray that you'd bless every individual here, everyone that couldn't make it tonight, and that you'd be with us and bring us here back safely on Sunday. Thank you for Brother Jeff. Thank you for this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.